right, wherever you are today, if you're at home, if you're in the backyard, if you're up at the cottage, or if you're filing out of the Rogers Center, happy Father's Day, Kevin Barker, happy Father's Day to you. My guess is those fathers, Blue Jays fans in general, will feel an awful lot better about this particular series after this come-from-behind win because through the first two games, it really looked like there was a huge, huge gap between these two teams in every aspect of the game. Now, there's still maybe, but this certainly feels and looks a lot better than being swept in a three-game series, doesn't it? Well, even half of today, uh, it looked like the Yankees lineup was better than the Jays pitching. It looked like the Yankees pitching was better than the Jays lineup. And you may be, even though the Jays won today, it sort of the, looked to me like that's sort of the case. If you're Ross Atkins and you're watching this game and you look at who Charlie has to go to late in games, even early in games when your starting pitcher is Yusei Kikuchi, it's not real good. I mean, Jimmy Garcia was really good. Jordan Romano was really good. But other than that... It's really, you know, you're throwing it against the wall hoping you pick the right guy. And, and that's, that's a tough road for, for, for Charlie Montoya to always pick the right guy. And, again, this is, you know, you look at who the Yankees are throwing out there. Even though they're missing some key guys, look at to steal the guys. You, you, you mentioned this. It's a lot of power with a lot of movement, and it's a way to a bunch of right-handed hitters. And when you got all those things added up, that's why the Yankees are the best team in baseball. So we'll ask you the same question. The numbers are 416-870-0590, star 591 590 Did this series tell us more about the Blue Jays, or did it tell us more about the Yankees and just how good they are? Kevin Barker, in this particular game, the Jays came back from 6-2, 8-3 deficits, they got the Grand Slam. They got the big three-run homer from Teoscar Hernandez. Jordan Romano, a five-pitch save. You say Kikuchi, though, Kevin. Um, what do you say about what we saw today? I, I thought, listen, Charlie pulled no punches the last time out, and I thought Dan and Tabby didn't pull any punches during the telecast either. There were a lot of non-competitive pitches from... I got to say this. You say Kikuchi looked at me at times like a guy who didn't want to be in the mound against the New York Yankees. He, just... he does. He does. Well, mound presence was bad, exactly what you were just talking about. Uh, he's throwing w with no conviction whatsoever. He looks to me like he, he shies away from, from contact, which that's never a good thing when you're a starting pitcher. He abused the slider early in the game, which I, I have no idea why you would do that. You would think it would be the opposite when you want to establish your best pitch. Maybe he doesn't think his fastball is his best pitch. And I have no idea why Kirk is given a target elevated and wanting the ball down. What would tell the Blue Jays or or Alejandro Kirk that you say Kikuchi is capable of doing that? Is capable of looking at one target and throwing it to another area? I that for me just made me want to scratch my head. And I got to be honest with you, right now the last couple of starts that I've seen him, he doesn't look like a big league pitcher. You, you can say it any other way you want to say it about you know he looks like he doesn't want to be out there, but when a guy looks the way he's looked and just I, again, I don't want to say afraid because that is a, a that's probably the wrong word to use. But timid, uh, no conviction, uh, killing your bullpen. I look, I just don't know how you can continue to run him out there. But maybe they'll have to because they don't really have anybody else. Yeah, I, I mean, let, let's let's count the needs for this team. You know, we're still looking for that left-handed bat. 
Uh, we were looking for more swing and miss stuff in the back end of the bullpen. Um, and it, I look, Ryu's done for the year. I, I hate to say this because I was the guy that was saying, hey, let's just kind of, you know, let's get it through to the all-star break with this rotation. Let's get through to the deadline with this rotation and then maybe try to pick up that arm that's a little better than what you have right now. But, um, I, I mean, I don't know. Look, you're not going to catch the Yankees. The race is over in the American League East. I think you've got to get this team lined up for the postseason. And right now, I guess if you're Ross Atkins, you look at this, you go, you know, if we do get to the postseason, we should be okay with the first three guys. But, you know, this would be the second year in a row that you say Kikuchi is basically kind of spit the bit out on a team that, that is a postseason contender. And did, 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 Jeff, do you have any idea in the first inning why he threw Judge five sliders in a, in a row in an eight-pitch walk? In the first inning, do you have any idea? In the third inning, he threw Joey Gallo a three-one slider leading off the third inning. You want to know what Joey Gallo's hitting against left-handed batters coming into that at bat? One twenty-eight. Do you have any idea why he would throw a three-one slider to him? And you know, all the catchers that I've talked to that that walk around and and talk about the Blue Jays and and have, watch you say Kikuchi, all say the same thing to me, that he needs a veteran guy to, <clears throat> to whenever he's wanting to throw a 3-1 slider to a guy hitting a buck 28, hitting ninth, leading off an inning early in the game, to raise your hands, run out there and go, hey, dude, he's hitting a buck 28. How about we not throw him a 3-1 slider? So, you know, again, it gets back to the pitching all of a sudden. You ask the question, what have we learned more about, the Yankees or the Blue Jays? Well, we sort of knew that the Blue Jays needed a left-handed hitter, and we still know that. The good team, that is the Yankees, can throw a bunch of stuff away to a bunch of right-handed hitters. Again, you give the Blue Jays hitters credit that when they missed something middle or middle in, you saw what happened. But a good pitching staff can throw something middle away. You could probably get this line out. So we still know that they need a left-handed hitter. But you can tell they need a starter for sure leaving this series, and they need multiple arms in the bullpen. Um, Caleb Joseph on Blair and Barker last week talked about the one of the problems with Kikuchi and the slider is that you know, the way he explained it, if he throws his slider repeatedly, it makes it difficult for him to get his hand behind the ball for a splitter. Just it's a, it's a and Caleb has said he's a big believer in finger positioning on on the pitch. You know, again, listen, I, I'm with you. Everybody can see this. Either you say Kikuchi. I mean, I'm hoping he's stubborn. I'm hoping that it's not that he isn't very smart. Because if everybody else can see this, you know, surely he can see this. And, and you know what? I got to tell you, if the catcher's not going to go out and deliver the message to him, then Charlie should get off his ass and go out in the mound in the middle of the first inning and and give him a shot. You like, certainly I'm dead think serious. So. I'm dead serious. So. Get out there and get in the guy's grill. If your catcher's not going to do it, Get out there and, 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 and do it yourself. And don't rely on the pitching coach to do it. You go out there. Okay, the Glaber Torres in the second inning, he had a home run. He threw him three sliders in a row. The second one, he pulled foul hard. Why would you throw him another one? It's little things like this that sometimes you got to just be a little bit smarter and think to yourself, okay, I like my slider. Now, everybody knows that. Okay, so if I'm going to throw it, I'm going to have to try and set it up. I can't abuse it. And – he just seemed like he was abusing. He was pitching away from his fastball. And quite frankly, just my opinion, he doesn't look like a big league pitcher. 
416-870-0590, star 591, 888-666-0590, 10-9, the Blue Jays come from behind. I know Charlie Montoyo said on Friday he didn't think it was this series was any more important than any other series. Tell you what, this 10-9 win sure seemed like it was important because I, I don't care where we are in the regular season. I don't care what the date is. You get swept by the New York Yankees and get taken out to the woodshed in the games. Um, it's 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 not a good look. Ray in Toronto, you're on Blue Jays talk. You want to talk about Yusei Kikuchi. Yes, absolutely. So I want to talk. I Listen, to, to me, Kikuchi, he's actually pretty good the first time through the order. And uh, I was wondering maybe if he had a chance to go to the bullpen, um, maybe we could try him out there. Because uh, truth is, uh, he, he's got some value. He might not be as a starting pitcher, but um, it could be as a bullpen guy. Maybe try him out for sixth inning, a sixth inning bullpen pitcher. Can or I ask you a question? Yeah. What on earth makes you think he's good the first time through the order? He can't get out of the first inning. That's the biggest problem with him. Well, the, 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 well, actually, if you he can't get back, out of the first I, inning, I, well, maybe today, but or, or, no, most back. of his starts. Okay, well, I, I, I think he still has value, to be honest. Uh, and sure uh, I think, I, I, what, do you, what do you guys think about putting him in the bullpen? He, like, instead of trying to trade him or get rid of him or replace him, I mean, I, I still think well, he's got some value. Don't you guys think so? Yeah, well, you've got him for three years. You're not going to trade him. Nobody would want him. You're not going to get rid of him. Uh, I mean, that's just that. That's you know, that that's silly. And he, you, you can't use him out of the bullpen because he. There's no guarantee he's going to come out and throw strikes. Like I don't want a guy who's going to come out and walk the first two guys out of the bullpen. I've already got guys like that in the bullpen. Yeah, but Blair, so, maybe the, maybe the thing is he he just maybe it's uh, it rattles him. Being, maybe being a star, maybe he's just not a starting pitcher. This maybe. is what he's done. This is what he's done all his career, my friend. We've got to move on. 416-870-0590, star 590, 1-888-666-0590. Hey, listen, I mean, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not talking down to the caller about that because everybody says the same thing. A lot of people have made the point that he should go to the bullpen. He's just not good enough right now to go to the bullpen. There's really only one place I want you to say Kikuchi right now, and that's – I mean, I just don't want him in the game at any point until they figure out – until they get this thing figured out. And and I understand you can't do that, Kevin, because he's here in a three year contract, and he was one of your guys. But um, he, he's he's basically useless at this point in time. He's a tough watch. He's he's got a little deer in the headlight look, which is why I wouldn't want him coming out of the bullpen. Whenever you want a guy coming out of the bullpen, you want him to do it with conviction. Anything that you saw today would tell you that he's throwing a conviction. Absolutely not. Like it just looked like every pitch that he threw, he wanted to throw something else. Which just, for me, doesn't make any sense when you're a starting pitcher. Again, it may be because he's facing the Yankees and you've lost a couple of games. A lot of pressure for him to go out and have a decent start. But, man, like, if you got a good heater, start with that. Learn how to throw that where you want to throw it and expand with everything else. All right, 416-870-0590, star 591 888 numbers to call. Let's talk a little bit about the hitting. I mean, I don't want to turn this into a Kikuchi bashing session, although we certainly couldn't. And- clearly there are a lot of people out there who feel the way we do. But, Kevin, we got to talk about this comeback against the Yankees. Uh, in particular, something you noticed about Lourdes Goriel Jr. and Teoscar, who did have the two biggest blows of this of this game. Sure. Well, after fouling the ball off your foot, you're, or, or, uh, you know, you're real cautious about what you're swinging at and what you want to make contact with. And Lourdes 
give him credit. He saw a bunch of pitches away, and that's an easy ball to get out and around and do the exact same thing to your lower half that he did uh, in his at-bat before that. And to be able to, you know, get his foot down early enough, get off his backside, stay inside the baseball, which is what he likes to do. If he has good direction with his hands, he has enough bat speed, that at-bat will tell you to get the head out on 99 and keep that fair. That's something special. And what I noticed with Teoscar Hernandez is he's a little bit more open with his lower half. If you've noticed, he's a little bit more, uh, well, has been in the past, closed off with his lower half. Now his front foot is a little bit more open, puts both eyes on his target. He's allowed to see the ball a little bit better. Maybe that help him keep his front side in if he just keeps his direction with his lower half you can tell he has more power than anybody in my opinion on the team to right center stay through a baseball get a big hit when you need him that's exactly what the doctor ordered for the blue jays robin part hope you're willing to measure the blue jays against the yankees oh absolutely i mean you got a team that's got a 750 winning record (laughs) they're a great Mm -hmm. team um and they're not playing an easy division they haven't had all easy opponents. They've had some, but, you know, a pretty balanced schedule for them so far. I think you, you, you found out three things this weekend. One is that the team appreciates when Charlie stands up for them, uh, like he did when he said it wasn't that important a series, and when he ran out from the dugout to protect Manoa. I mean, I think he's a great skipper. And the other thing you learned is that, yeah, all those gaps we thought we had, they're real. In fact, maybe the bullpen's <laughs> yeah. even more real. And, and then, you know, the other thing, this team never quits. On the plus side, since they put this team together in the last couple of years, you can't leave early. You know, if you're at the stadium, look at the opening day, look at today, you know, stick around because these guys never quit. Uh, how many times have they brought the tying run to the plate when they've been down in games? I mean, they just don't quit. So this is a team that if they keep feeding the lineup, uh, this team can do some damage in the playoffs. Now, uh, Jeff, you said something to a caller there a couple of days ago. Well, you know, the payroll – we're we're not half their payroll. No, we're not half their payroll, but we're $60 million a year lighter in payroll, and that's three really good players. So I, I appreciate that Toronto doesn't have the TV revenue that the Yankees have, but there's no reason we can't spend $200 million on our payroll. When we won the World Series in 92 and 93, if I, if I recall correctly, we had the highest payroll in the major leagues. Different so times. We're the at, highest payroll in the majors back then was like a, a third of what it is now. Oh, and, sure, but it's all relative, Jeff. It's it, you know. I, yeah. can, we could be in the top five right now. I think we're eleventh. We could be in the top five. Well, there's, say that's two hundred million. Well, that's yeah, two, maybe it, three it, good players. I guess, but that doesn't guarantee. You know, look, I, I mean, that doesn't guarantee success. It doesn't guarantee success. No, no, and I mean, one of the reasons this team is able to is 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 able to be as successful as it is is because they have so many good young players. Like, how would you spend the extra sixty million? You well, know, you're listen, not. It's it, a good, it's a good point. How would you Jeff. do you it? Can't spend it now. No, you can't spend it now because it's not the season for free agents. You know, you do that between seasons, and I think they did what they probably thought they needed to do. I think they now realize, no, we're still a couple players short. So I don't think you address the issues now, unless they find another diamond opportunity like they did with Barrios, where they can uh, trade and then sign, and they know that's a guy they have for a couple years. They could do that. But right now, I think between now and a trade deadline, what we're going to probably see is they're going to trade prospects for bullpen arms, and then maybe they swing a bigger trade for a left-handed bat. But, you know, unless they empty the cupboard, they're not going to be able to compete with the Dodgers and the Yankees this year. I think the Jays fans have to realize making the playoffs and maybe having an upset where we upset another team in the first round or beat a team that's kind of close to us is about all we can expect. We're not beating the Yankees and the Dodgers with this lineup as good as it is. 
yeah, I I mean I appreciate the call. You know, I, again, the last time I looked, the Dodgers and Yankees haven't rattled off a whole bunch of World Series wins. The Dodgers have the Yankees. What they've 2009 was their last World Series win. I mean, I I just don't think that there's any necessarily any connection between payroll and your ability to win a World Series. Uh, and there certainly shouldn't be if you've got a team full of young players <clears throat> the way the, the the Blue Jays have right now. But I, I'm with the caller in this, Kevin. I, I think maybe the biggest thing this series exposed was the fact that the Jays do not have the bullpen to go head-to-head with the Yankees. I don't think I, – I, I'm sure other teams are, are looking at, at things the same way. Again, this Yankees bullpen is injuries. Chapman isn't there. Chad Green isn't there. It, it's it's not as if the Yankees have gotten away unscathed, but, God, they pull out Ron Marinacci or whatever the hell his name is. The dude's throwing 97 <laughs> with movement. And the Jays bring up a guy, and they're all the same, 92 and, you know, got a trick, sure. guys. That, <clears throat> that ain't going to play in the American League. That, that was a really intelligent phone call, though, by, by, by Rob. He, if that was thawed out, he, he actually watched the games and saw, the, saw exactly, exactly the same thing I thought. Is is the Blue Jays lineup matched against the Yankees lineup? Do 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 you realistically think with the pitching that the that the Blue Jays saw in the last three days they could beat that in a playoff series? That's what you'd have to ask yourself. If you're Ross, big pitcher, look at that. You got a righty that throws somewhat decently hard that can tunnel a slider off a heater middle away to a bunch of right headed hitters. In a series, I'm not talking about in a game like today. The, you know the Blue Jays do fight; they don't give up. Give them credit for that. And when they got a, a, a mistake, they didn't miss it. It's just when you see a bunch of quality, high octane arms in a row to a bunch of right-handed hitters. That's the one thing that stood out to me. And obviously, the bullpen for the Blue Jays. I look, at Jimmy Garcia. I mean, this is the first day I got to be honest with you that he's been a Blue Jay. That I asked, why'd you take him out? Okay, this is the very first game. The the four outs that he got the three punches. He threw 18 pitches and 12 strikes. And because they brought in a pinch hit lefty is why you took him out. That that I got to be honest was the first day that he's been a Blue Jay that I said, man alive, keep him in there, let him play the hot hand, and then you maybe can turn it over to Jordan Romano and make it a little easier for him. But you know, again, this it is it it did it all paid off. Yeah, it 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 absolutely all all paid off in the end. It Although did. I'm I'm like you, I uh, I was, you know, Jimmy Garcia is my one of my few leverage guys I have right now, and uh, I I might have I might have let him go out there, I might, or I might have kept him out there. But I mean, that's I got to admit at the time, the time I was sitting there thinking, you know, Good and Charlie, man, he, he's. He may tell us this isn't a series that's important to win, but he's managing a game like it's a series, just as Aaron Boone did when he used Clay Holmes yesterday. Same thing. And get Tim Mays. Best, and Tim, get your best. He's been arm. really good. Tim Mays has been really good. Yeah, I mean, that. Yeah. I look at that as a blip. I mean, you've got, you've got to allow guys that. I do say this, though, about the no-quit thing. Uh, I'm, I, mean, I, I don't know if it's a hockey thing, but I, I hate it when people say the team didn't quit. They're not supposed to quit. It's like it's it's like we're giving them credit for being professionals. I will say this: I do like the fact that the Blue Jays appear to know when they're being embarrassed, and they ratchet it up a bit. But that to me is a, is a much different thing than 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 not quitting. I just I maybe I'm too pie in the sky, but I think the vast majority of teams don't quit. Four one six eight seven zero zero five ninety star five ninety one triple eight triple six zero five ninety ten nine. The Blue Jays beat the big bad Yankees. We'll be back to wrap it up. It's Blue Jays talk on Sportsnet 590, the fan. 
And now the Bet365 standings update with Bet365. You can watch thousands of live games. You can build your own bet and even make a bet while the game's still being played. 19 plus play responsibly, Ontario only. Let's take a look at the American League East, shall we, as the we get ready to give the Yankees a coronation division title. The Yankees actually had their nine-game winning streak snapped by the Blue Jays. Take that! Take that, you (laughs) dirty, stinking Yankees. They're still 49-17, and though. They're 11 up on the Blue Jays, who are 38-28. and Tampa Bay is 36-30. and They're two back of the Jays. Boston, the Red Sox are 36-31. and They beat St. Louis 6-4 to today. And the Baltimore Orioles... They're going to have at least 30 wins this year because they're now 30 and 38 after their 2-1 win over the Tampa Bay Rays. The Jays are off to Chicago and Milwaukee. Then they're back home to play the Red Sox and the Rays. Oof. So, yeah. Stay hot. Be interesting. So, Kevin, let's, let, let, let's, talk about, let's talk about the bullpen here as, as, as we wrap this up. Uh, do you expect to see changes by the time the Red Sox and Rays roll into town? You, you would know, certainly think so. In another, in another week, uh, in another week or so, I I would certainly hope so. But I'm I'm not going to bank on that. Again, I think it really does get back to what it would cost them, how much they would have to give up out of their minor league system, get whatever they want to get. It's not they're not looking for more Adam Simbers and Trevor Richards. They're looking for swing and miss God, power. Yeah. And I'm assuming I have no idea because we're not in the room and we don't have the conversations. But but I would assume that would that would start with a you know a big time prospect, probably not one of your biggest ones, but a but a you know a halfway decent one. Do they really want to give those up or multiple one of those up? Maybe a big leaguer. There's would be a lot that would have to go into it for that to happen. But man, you would certainly think they were really looking and- into it. Yeah, and I wonder now. The news about Nate Pearson today was not good if you missed it. Uh, he left after two pitches, right shoulder discomfort. You know, with Nate Pearson, you've got to assume the absolute worst. I mean, I feel bad for the guy, but it's true. I do too. Uh, with Nate Pearson, you just assume assume the absolute worst. And so any thoughts, you know, any thoughts that Nate Pearson is going to help you this year? I think we need to just put those to the side. And you know what? If Nate Pearson is up here at some point in the year, then that that will be just great. But I'm not sitting here looking at Nate Pearson as the guy who is going to be bringing the swing and miss stuff out of the bullpen. I, I'm with Kevin. I'm okay if Adam Simber and Trevor Richards are still in the bullpen after the after the trade deadline, as long as there's a couple of other guys better than them. And I think we'll go around and around about adding a left-handed bat. I, I think the Jays can do that at the deadline. The starting pitcher, boy, that's going to cost you an awful lot right now. Maybe you try to get a package deal where you get that pitcher and that hitter together in the same package. Maybe pick up a little money in order to do it. But that will cost you one of your top prospects. So if I'm the Jays, man, I'm just I address the bullpen first and then see where I go from there because I know from looking at the Yankees and the, I just put 10 runs up against the Yankees. My lineup is okay. Is it good enough to beat the Yankees in a series? Not right now, but I can address that. But, Kevin, I need bullpen arms because the big separator 
for me between the Yankees and the Jays is that bullpen right what now. if what if Ross Stripling has another stinker I mean I don't think he had a really a, a strength stinker in his last start I just think he I know what you mean. ran into a really good team a veteran team who took a close pitch and made him and that's work what you're going to see in the pl- that's what you're going to see in the playoffs <laughs> absolutely so Coming out of this, you're not trying to beat the Yankees. You're not trying to win the American League. You're just trying to get the playoffs. You get the playoffs, anything can happen. And you're trying to build as much much momentum going into September and into October as you possibly can. And for me, anyway, it would start with you going out and getting some better arms and and maybe a left-handed bat, maybe a switch hitter. Maybe that guy that plays for the Cubs in the outfield, Ian Anderson, Ian Happ, excuse me, maybe that's a – Something you might start with, but again, he might cost you a little bit more because he does have some controllable years. And it's going to be interesting to see how Ross pieces all this together. And I'll say this, Jeff, depending on what he does will tell us what he thinks of this team and how far he thinks this team can go when push comes to shove. Well, look, last year it was what? What did we say? Was it June 26th or so where they made their first they made their first trade? Uh, you know, he, he did a nice bit of business getting Trevor Richards, getting a- Adam Simber. So it's not as if it's not as if Ross is afraid to make a little uh, move a little early. Uh, I, I, I think we've seen that this is an organization that's willing to swallow a little bit of money uh, in order to get something done as well. So I'm with you. I I, I just need to see I need. I keep saying swing and miss stuff, but that's exactly what I, what I need to see out of the bullpen. There's nobody in there right now. The, the the core guys, there's nobody in there I'm in a hurry to get rid of. I, I'm just not. I think they're all useful, but if you can add that one other arm that maybe pushes Yimmy Garcia back a little bit and gives Jordan Romano a little bit of a little bit of, of backing, I would I would certainly be in favor of that. The, the, the only issue with that, the that. only issue with that is he's going to have a lot of competition. All the other teams in the American League East are fighting for playoffs. Need the exact same thing the Blue Jays need. You could say the White Sox, you could throw the Astros, you could throw all, all these contending teams in the American League that think they can win the World Series. All need the same thing. So it'll be interesting to see how Ross comes up and, and tries to piece all this together. And he knows exactly what we know. He watches the same game. Very quickly before we scoot, Jordan Romano today, his stuff. What did you make of it? He got out of it. He had a one-run lead. He, he, he kept it. Uh, it looked to me like when push comes to shove, when he needed an out, he stopped flipping it. That, for me, was the biggest thing there. In that last at-bat against Rizzo, you didn't see him trying to trick anybody. It is here it is. See if you can hit it. I'm going to elevate that heater. I'm going to try and go away with it, but I'm going to elevate it. If you beat me with my heater, I'm going to tip my hat to you. That's the one thing I saw from him. No more of that flipping stuff, trying to trick people, trying to get you to roll over it. Ah, come right after somebody. 10-9, the Blue Jays avert the sweep by beating the Yankees. They're off to Chicago and Milwaukee, and then it's back into the AL East with big series against the Boston Red Sox and the Tampa Bay Rays. So for all of us here at Blue Jays Talk, for all of us here at Sportsnet 590, the fan, thanks for listening to Blue Jays Baseball, served up by the always game-ready Jack Link's Meat Snacks. Feed your wild side, baseball fans.